hello hello brethren in christ we thank god for today we thank god for this wonderful day and i thank god for your lives too thank god for elijah he was able to raise you to be among the living to be useful and giving another opportunity to come back to christ i thank god today i want to pray something brief on the calling of the youth the calling of the youth let's pray first then we continue father we thank you we honor you we glorify your name we thank you for raising us from the dead father we went to bed we slept and slumber but father you were watching us you were able to raise us from the dead once again father we thank you for the health we thank you for the wisdom knowledge and understanding of your word that you've impacted into us father as we are coming to listen to your word let there be a change however the heart is hardened that cannot be changed father this message may the heart return back into christ father may this message transform lives and at the end glory now be to your name this and many other blessings we ask through your son jesus christ's name we pray thanksgiving amen today i want to pray something brief on the calling of the youth you see as youths as youths we are energetic we are strong we are fearless we are bold frequent in speech and many more you understand as youths we are energetic we are strong fearless bold fluent in its in speech and many more as youths we are the strong ones you see we are the strong ones we work harder we do a lot of things we do a lot of walking we do a lot of movement like we show some maturity that we don't fear anything those are the characteristics needed by the youth to portray and to prepare their hearts and minds to accept the calling and also to invite the holy spirit to fill them for the manifestation of his glory as youths we need to portray some good characteristics and prepare our hearts minds to accept the calling and also to invite the holy spirit to fill us the bible says being being filled being being filled that means the holy spirit doesn't fill us once he fills us continuous as we invite him and when you are inviting the holy spirit in your prayers more times he comes to fill you, your heart or your spirit to the extent that like I don't know even how to put it. Like you, you anytime you invite him, you become you, your realms, your realms, your realms. You move from one realm to the other because you are being being filled. That's how the Bible portrays it. The Bible tells us that as youths. We are the calling of God. In our youth, God says, we are the strong. We are the ones that can protect his word. Some of us just say that, oh, 
as when I'm in my youthful age there I need to chill I need to do all kinds of things I need to enjoy some of the things in the world and when I come back when I'm growing old I'll come back to Christ and come and ask for forgiveness of sins and God will surely forgive me and I'll start to serve God no 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 this is the time that you need to come out from your sins this is the time you need to repent come back to Christ to accept your calling in your youthful age because God remembers your covenant in your youthful age God always remembers God always remembers the youth because his love is for the youth let's read our first quotation from Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 21 Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 21 I spoke to you in your times of prosperity but you said I will not listen this has been your attitude from your youth you have not obeyed my voice Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 21 I spoke to you in your times of prosperity but you said I will not listen this has been your attitude from your youth you have not obeyed my voice you see what is telling us in Jeremiah chapter 22 he called us in our youthful time when we were prospering you see mostly the youth in your youthful age is when you start to prosper because you start working you start doing a lot of errands you do active things you use your efforts you see when you are in Christ you don't need to strive more you don't need to work the whole of your effort you don't need to suffer a lot before you gain what you want in life sometimes when we when we work in the months and we get our salaries or whatever we just think that it's our own strength no 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 it's god and god said in our times of prosperity that's when he wants us but we are saying in our hearts that i will not listen that's what happened to me when i was working i thought it was my own effort i thought god was just blessing me giving me strength i should go and work and everything I go to the night clubs, I chill, I do all kinds of things. And he revealed to the redeemed that everyone should be told that he doesn't belong to the world. He needs to come back to Christ and to serve in the house of the Lord. I said, oh, when a pastor told me this, I said, oh, Yeah, I know, I know. I'll accept my calling, but no now like I have some one or two to finish before I can uh, I can come and serve God. I can come and follow Jesus like I was just speaking foolishly. Not knowing that there was tragedy ahead of me. Not knowing that there was tragedy ahead of me God speaks to us in our youthful times but we don't listen we think in the youth 
you grow more and if you repent god will forgive you surely god will forgive you so we can enjoy the world some more before we come back to christ but now look the th- the thing has turned around it's not the old that are dying anymore it's the youth that are dying mostly so we need to change our life we need to change our attitude we need to accept the calling of god we need to come back to christ and serve in the house of the lord let's read jeremiah chapter 2 verse 2 it says go and cry in the ears of jerusalem saying that says the lord i earnestly remember the kindness and devotion of your youth your love after your betrothal in egypt and marriage at Sinai, when you followed me in the wilderness, in the land not sold. You see, God said they should go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, That says the Lord. I earnestly remember the kindness and devotion of your youth. You see, when uh, in their youthful time, when they were in the wilderness, God remembered their kindness and devotion. They devoted themselves. They, they laid down themselves for God to use them. They gave everything they have for God to impact into them knowledge and understanding. For God to rain the Holy Spirit into their hearts, into their spirit to do the work of God. You understand you need to devote yourself you need the kindness for the spirit to fill you and your love after your betrothal in Egypt you see God knows the cry of his people these people have already grown They have already grown, but God remembered something they did in their youthful time and wanted to save them. You need to do something now for God to remember someday when you are in trouble. You need to do something now for God to remember. Let's take another quotation from Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 60. Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 60. Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 60 and he says nevertheless I will earnestly remember my covenant with you in the days of your youth and I will establish with you an everlasting covenant in the days of your youth God knows God knows and God remembers the covenant we made with him don't think that you've made a covenant with God and it's keeping long don't think that you've made a covenant with God but God has been dead like death and dump upon the covenant no 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 a time is coming that God will remember that covenant and will save you from your troubles will save you from the hands of the demonic will save you in times of trouble don't forget that God will always remember you 
God will always remember you. He said he will remember the covenant you had with him. Which covenant are you making with God? Are you making covenant with God in terms of money? Are you making covenant with God in terms of health? Are you making covenant with God in terms of serving Him with all your heart and desire? You see, as you sometimes we don't know the purpose of covenant. We just say anything anyhow and we think it will not work. No, 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 no. God is watching us. God is watching us. And you remember the covenant we made with Him. Sometimes we make covenant with God and when He plays His part, we forget that God remembered us. Remember the covenant we made with Him. And we forget to fulfill our part of the covenant. But, brethren, be remembered that judgment awaits us in some time to come. Let's read something from Psalm 106, verse 45. Psalm 106, verse 45. And it says, And he earnestly remembered for their sake his covenant and relented their sentence of evil, comforting and easing them. According to the abundance of his mercy and loving kindness, when they cried out to him. You see, when you make covenant in coming back to Christ, serving in the house of the Lord, wanting, desiring to become a child of God, desiring to become a pastor, a prophet, a reverend apostle in the house of God. Challenges will come your way, but you need to be strong. You need to know the kind of God you are serving. You need to depend on the God you are serving. And make a good covenant, an important covenant. Because the Bible even tells us that God remembers the covenant in our youthful times. The covenant we made with Him in our youth. Sometimes we forget even the covenant we made with Him. But in our youthful time and when we are growing and we like dangers comes on our way or enemies attack us. The Lord will remember the covenant we made with Him and will save us. The same Bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. What are the other things that will be added unto you? They are the works we are suffering to get. They are the monies we are suffering to get. We are, they are the life we are suffering to have. They are the pleasures we are suffering. Oh my God. The pleasures that we are passing will not wait unto God to bring unto us righteousness, to bring unto us good wealth, to bring unto us riches. 
but we forget God and pass other side, other ways to go and get those riches. And when the times of trouble comes, then we are now running, chasing pastors, chasing men of God to deliver us. But when you were enjoying the money, you forgot that there is an evil time ahead of you. You are forgotten. Cry out to the Lord and make a covenant with Him. That in some years to come, He will remember that covenant and save you. The Lord wants the youth to come back to Christ. The youth are the most important to God now because the old are weak and they don't have strong, uh, strong desires to be able to travel all over the world, all over the town, all over the cities to deliver people from unrighteousness. But the youth are strong. We are bold, we are fearless, we are energetic. When we give our all to God, He will use us and send us, we will transform the whole world into righteousness. When we give our all to God, He will fill us with the Holy Spirit and send us, we will be evangelists. Preaching all over the world, preaching all over the cities, the towns, preaching salvation, preaching righteousness, preaching the baptism of John, and preaching the kingdom of God on this earth. Brethren, let's come back to Christ. Let's come back to Christ. Because Christ is our answer. Let's come back to Christ. Christ is our answer. Let's come back to Christ. Let's read something in 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. He says, Let no one despise or think less of your of you because of your youth, but be an example pattern for the believers. In speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Let's take it one after the other. He says, Let no one despise or think less of you because of your youth. You think that sometimes. We act foolishly. We think that because we are youth or because we are young ones or because we are children or because we are under ages, we think that when we take our Bibles and walk in town, it is a disgrace unto us. You see, we underrate ourselves. We think that we preaching to the adults or to the elderly ones, they will not listen. But you see, it's not we that are going to preach to them. That's the mistake we always do. We are not the ones preaching to the world. It is the Holy Spirit that is talking through us and transforming lives. Let no one despise or think less of you because of your youth. 
we shouldn't despise others we shouldn't say that look at this small boy he's now a pastor look at this small boy he's now a prophet it's not his will to become a prophet it's not his will to become a pastor but God chose him God selected him to do his work so you cannot judge them we shouldn't judge them when you look at those people and you said I don't trust them then don't gossip about them or don't color their preaching don't color their lifestyle don't color it with lies just depart from them if you don't listen to them just go to those who you listen to but be an example pattern for the believers in speech you see as youth we need to speak good in our youthful times we need to our speech needs to be full of the word in our speech we need to speak good our speech needs to be full of the word we need to change how we speak we need to change our speech we need to change our speech we need to change our speech we need to speak good for the holy spirit to talk through us you can't be talking and insulting and lying and other things and you are expecting the holy spirit to speak through you no 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 you always speak lie you always speak against your friends your family your loved ones you betray them in your speech and you want the holy spirit to talk through you no 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 it's never done it's never done anyway let's change our speech and in conduct the way we conduct ourselves the way we portray ourselves let's change how we portray ourselves sometimes the picture that people see or the picture we portray outside that's how people look to and describe us maybe it's not that the way that other people see you that's how you are that's not how you are but but you see the way we portray ourselves that's how other people to see us that's how they see us that's how other people to see us let's read something on Isaiah chapter 47 verse 12 Isaiah 47 verse 12 and it says persist then with your enchantments and the multitude of your sorceries Babylon in which you have labored from your youth and see if perhaps you will be able to profit if you will prevail and strike terror you see in our youthful time anything Babylon means witchcraft means sorceries means chanting means occultism means marine spirit witchcraft 
you understand because babylon in those times they, they were they were doing all kinds of evil things so if you are doing evil things in your youthful, youthful time and you think god is not watching you or when you grow you repent god is watching you god is watching you and the time that you are in trouble and you'll be saying that god should save you that's when god will tell you that you are forgotten you are forgotten the evil that you did in your youthful time you forgotten the evil that you prevailed against other people the evil that you were doing in your youthful time now that you 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 are about to die that's when you are running to me that i should save you no 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 god can also decide not to listen to you so let's be careful in what we do in our youthful time let's continue something on first timothy chapter 4 verse 12 For the believers in speech, in conduct, in love. You see, in our youthful time, in love, we think love is all kinds of things that we used to do. The worldly kind, the worldly part of the love, we think that's what the Bible is describing. But you see, God brought Jesus himself, descended and brought a new covenant or a new testament of love unto us we should love one another as he loves us so in this love we are talking is brotherly love sisterly love the love in Christ is no worldly love But it's a Christian love. Not agape love. Not the love that we think of having sex, of casing, of doing all kinds of fleshy things, of dirty things, defiling our souls, defiling the temple of God. No, 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 no. That's not the love that the Bible is talking about. The Bible is talking about Christ love. Living a Christ love. We need to love ourselves. We need to love ourselves. And in faith, I've realized one thing. That as youth, more times our faith are very weak. We have weak faith. Because we ask ourselves, 
Why are we struggling and working? Why are we struggling? But still, God is not answering. No, 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 no. God, God has a time for everything. God is watching us. He has a time to save us. He has a time for us to prosper. You see that in your youthful time, you were suffering and everything. Where is God? When you were going through pains, where is God? When you were begging before eating, where is God? When you were sick and in pain, God couldn't save you. Or God couldn't rain money. God couldn't. That, that, that's the foolish part of our understanding. Now, when I was in my youthful time and I was suffering, why didn't God rain money? Why didn't God send somebody to come in? Give me money. Have you forgotten that the Bible says that the hand that doesn't work shouldn't eat? You need to sometimes sweat and get what you want. When you are being given freely or when you are being fed freely, you take advantage. Of those opportunities you misuse them that's why the Bible says in 1st Corinthians chapter 13 verse 11 that when I was a child I talk like a child I speak like a child I act like a child. I do all other kind of things like a child. But when I grew, I forgot all those things. That's what the Bible is telling us. Sometimes we need to be careful in blaming God in a lot of things. We need to be careful in blaming God we need to be careful because it's our own attitude that sends us into those difficult moments you need to grow faith into higher realms before you can possess whatever you you have or before you can possess your possessions or before God can take you into another realm and bless you and give you your property that you deserve. You see, when you are not matured enough to know how to own properties, to know how to own something, to take care of it, you will never get it. Take it from me, you will never get it. Because the Bible says that you need to be matured in spiritual realms before you can possess or before you can be given something. You need to be matured to know how to use it. God won't give somebody who misuse money, who spends a lot, and God will come and 
give you money god will rain money into your account so that you'll be spending it on girls so that no 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 no. god will not do that god gives to those who have suffered and knows how to use the blessing that god has rained upon them to help the needy to help the poor to support the work of god and impurity you see in our youthful times now we are we, we are too fleshy we, we are too in like we operate in the flesh we don't do things in the spirit you need to be pure in spirit and in heart sometimes we are very wicked you see the youth we are very wicked in our hearts we are very wicked but we portray smiles we portray all kind of good attitude but we are very wicked we are very wicked i've been in those things i've i've been in those attitudes so i know what i'm talking about we need to be pure if you know you are not ready to marry don't go and be having sex don't go and be defiling your body it is the temple of god you need to be pure for god to send the holy spirit to dwell in you or for jesus to take over your life we need to be pure purity is important we need to be pure now in the youth when when uh, there is something like uh, when when you don't have sex with the girl the girl thinks uh, you you adore the girl thinks uh, you you are uh, uh, this thing mistotia the girl thinks you you are all kinds of nonsense let them think the way they think you are not living a life for the girls you are living a life for christ let them think whatever they think and you the girls you'll be saying that when when i don't allow my boy to sleep with me when i don't allow him to do all kinds of things when i don't give him sex he'll be saying that and and i i am cheating on him i i, I am just i i don't love him I, so when i love him i should uh as as express it or i should i should show it i should uh, all kinds of nonsense has he done the right procedures for him to enjoy what god has given to you you need to allow when you want to marry you date When you want to marry, you date. You shouldn't allow your guy or your boyfriend in your youthful time to defile your body, to defile the temple of God, to defile the glory that God has given unto you. Your private part is your glory. That's the only thing that in marriage can prove 
that you are holy, that you are virgin, and it will bring happiness to your family and to yourself. We are defiling our body, we are defiling, we are misusing. the things now God has given us let's remember that in a time to come we will pay dearly for whatever we are doing now we will pay dearly for whatever we are doing unto others let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 9. Rejoice, O young one, O young man. Rejoice, O young man, in your adolescence, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your full-grown youth. And walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. God says in our youthful time we should rejoice. We should be happy. We should do all kinds of things. We should do all kinds of things. He has given us our will to be happy, to enjoy all kinds of things on the earth. But a time is coming that there will be judgment that will account for whatever we are misusing on earth, for all that he has given unto us, for all that he has given unto us. He says in the King James that uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 9, he says, Rejoice, O young man! Rejoice, O young man! Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thy heart, in the sight of thine ears. But know you, no doubt, that for all these things God will bring into judgment. God will bring whatever we do into judgment. Whatever we are doing in our youth, God will bring it into judgment. God will surely judge us, because he has told us in Ecclesiastes, 11.9 He has warned us. He is telling us he has, he has given everything unto us. Our will. To enjoy, to do everything freely. But one day he will judge us. One day, one day he will surely judge us. That we account for the lifestyle we are portraying now. We account for the behavior we are putting up. So be warned. And come back to Christ. Come back to Jesus and be saved. We need to come back to Jesus and be saved. We need to come back to Jesus and be saved. We need to come back to Jesus and be saved. Let's do our last quotation from Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 remember earnestly 
also your creator that you are not your own <laughs> but his property now my god in the days of your youth before the evil days come or the years draw near when you will say of physical pleasures i have no enjoyment in them <laughs> i love this remember earnestly also your creator that you are not your own but his property now in the days of your youth when you are in your youth you are the property of god when you are in your youth you are the property of jesus you are not on your own the bible is telling you you are not on your own you are the property of god when you come back to christ you are the property of god you are not on your own you have given your all to god you are never on your own before the evil days come or the years draw near when you will see of physical pleasures i have no enjoyment in them a time is coming that whatever you are enjoying the world you will not conform to them again because the bible says that do not conform to the things of the world because they are the pleasures of fleshy life they are the pleasures of the world we will die and live it and what is funny is that when satan deceives you and gives you the opportunity to enjoy the some of the uh, things of the demonic some of the things the pleasures of this world when you die and you go to hell the same satan will be striking you that same satan will be beating you to death the same satan will be causing you pain in hell so do not be deceived by the things of the world do not be deceived in the pleasures of the world those are the physical pleasures the bible says that desire the things above you need to desire the things in heaven above this earth you just give you all to god suffer on the earth and enjoy it in heaven because i know a rich man in the bible who enjoyed all the wealth all the riches and died and went to hell and there was a blind man in the bible who sat outside his gate with sore all over his body that even dogs are those who lick his sore and even in desire for the leftover of the rich man but he never give the poor man now he died and went to hell and he was watching the poor man the blind man the man which saw all over his body dining with the father of all nations our father abraham and he asked for a drop of water but he never had it so be careful 
when you are enjoying the pleasures of this world. In our youthful time, God needs us. God wants us to come back to Him and He will give us all that we desire. When we seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, He will give us all that we desire. All other things will be granted unto us. But in our youthful times, we want quick money. We want quick solutions. We want to be rich. We want to ride in all kinds of the pleasures, cars that we know. We want to drive in the Range Rovers, the Land Cruises, the V8s, all kinds of luxury cars. We want everybody, everybody to see us. But you see, you need to be mindful of whatever you do now. This is where I bring my message to an end. Be mindful in your youthful time. Come back to Christ in your youthful time, in your youthful ages. Come back to Christ. Give your all to Him. Confess your sins. Be baptized to dine with God, to drink your communion, the blood of God, and to eat the flesh of Jesus. Come back to God. He's all yours. He's awaiting for you to come back. He's awaiting. He's awaiting you. God needs you in your youthful ages. God needs you in your youthful time. He doesn't care wherever you are coming from. He doesn't care what kind of home you are coming from. He doesn't care the kind of clothes you wear now. But when you receive him, everything changes. There will be turned around in your life. Everything will change. When you come back to God, when you come back to Jesus, He changes your name. He changes your talking. He changes the way you portray yourself. He gives you a good life. Thank you for listening to the Word of God. My prayer is after listening to this podcast, after listening to this message, mighty anointing will come upon you greater change will come into your life there will be manifestation of god's glory in your life forgiveness will come into your life wherever you are if you've not given your life to christ or you wish to come back to christ you wish to be part of the kingdom of Jesus just see after me just confess your sins and he will accept you he's ready to accept you just repeat after me Lord Jesus I know I am a sinner I know I've departed from your will Father, today I have accepted you as my Lord and personal Savior. That you came to die 
on the cross to take away my pain, to take away my sorrow, to take away my suffering. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Take over my life. Cleanse me and change me. May my life be transformed. May your blood wash me, cleanse me, and make me whole. Thank you, Father, for accepting me back into your kingdom. Thank you, Father, for accepting me to become righteous. In Jesus' name, amen. When you've prayed this prayer with me, you are very lucky to receive the salvation of God. There is a time that you need to accept the salvation of God. Jesus is very happy for you confessing your sins and coming back to Christ. The reason being because the Bible says that when one soul repents, there is joy in heaven. So God is very happy. The angels are rejoicing because you've come back to Christ. Thank you and may God bless you. My name is Iron Tete and you, may you be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.